All right, good morning, everyone. Good morning. Welcome to worship today. It's great to be with you all here uh, to worship our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and especially to receive from Him His very gifts of word and sacrament. Happy Father's Day to all fathers out there today. Thank you for everything that you do for us and continue to do for us. Uh, at this time, please stand where you are and wave and greet everybody and say hi. you got to wave until the bell rings, so keep going. Just keep going. All right. Uh, I do not have any pre-service announcements for this morning. There's the bell. Let's open our worship today with a word of prayer. Lord Jesus Christ, we are thankful today for this day. Truly, Lord, this is the day that you have made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. We ask, Lord, that as we are here and as we worship you now and receive and are served by you now, that you would open our hearts and our minds to receive your word today in faith and by your Holy Spirit. Lord, we acknowledge that... We are not called here by accident or by any other reason except for, the, except for your holy gospel. And for that, we thank you as well. And now, Lord, we ask that as we worship you here, that you would give us a zeal for your house of worship. And truly, Lord, better is one day in your courts than a thousand elsewhere. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen.
Please stand. <clears throat> we begin in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. But if we confess our sins, God, who is faithful and just, will forgive our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Let us then confess our sins to God our Father, most merciful God. We confess that we are by nature sinful. Son to die for you, and for his sake he forgives you all of your sins. So then, in the stead and by the command of our Lord Jesus Christ, I therefore forgive you all of your sins. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. We sing our opening hymn, Lift High the Cross, number 837. We'll sing verses 1 through 3.
Yes, my feet from falling. When I am afraid, in God whose word I praise, in God I trust, I shall not be afraid. In God whose word I praise, in God I trust, I shall not be afraid. What can man do to me? Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now. For you have delivered my soul from death, yes, my feet from falling. In peace, let us pray to the Lord. For the peace from above and for our salvation, let us pray to the Lord. For the peace of the whole world, for the well-being of the Church of God, and for the unity of all, let us pray to the Lord. For this holy house and for all who offer here their worship and praise, let us pray to the Lord. Help, save, comfort, and defend us, gracious Lord.
The Lord be with you. Let us pray. O oh God, because your abiding presence always goes with us, keep us aware of your daily mercies that we may live secure and content in your eternal love. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Please be seated. Our Old Testament reading for this morning comes from Jeremiah chapter 20 beginning at the seventh verse. O Lord, you have deceived me, and I was deceived. You are stronger than I, and you have prevailed. I've become a laughing stock all day. Everyone mocks me. For whenever I speak, I cry out. I shout, violence and destruction. For the word of the Lord has become for me a reproach and derision all day long. If I say, I will not mention him or speak any more in his name, there is my heart, as it were, a burning fire shut up in my bones, and I am weary holding it in, and I cannot. For I hear many whispering, terror is on every side. Denounce him, let us denounce him, say all my close friends, watching for my fall. Perhaps he will be deceived, and we can overcome him and take our revenge on him. But the Lord is with me as a dread warrior. Therefore my persecutors will stumble, they will not overcome me. They will be greatly shamed, for they will not succeed. Their eternal dishonor will never be forgotten. O Lord of hosts, who tests the righteous, who sees the heart and the mind, let me see your vengeance upon them, for to you I have committed my cause. Sing to the Lord, praise the Lord, for he has delivered the life of the needy from the hand of the evildoers. This is the word of our Lord. Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. On your wondrous works, I will meditate. Today's music, special music, is This Is My Story and Song, a piano duet by Courtney Sletton and Carol McIntyre.
Thank you, ladies. That was beautiful. The epistle reading comes from Romans chapter 6, beginning at the 12th verse. Let not sin therefore reign in your mortal bodies to make you obey their passions. Do not present your members to sin as instruments for unrighteousness, but present yourselves to God as those who have been brought from death to life, and your members to God as instruments for righteousness. For sin will have no dominion over you, since you are not under law but under grace. What then? Are we to sin because we are not under the law but under grace? By no means. Do you not know that if you present yourselves to anyone as obedient slaves, you are slaves to the one whom you obey, either of sin, which leads to death, or of obedience, which leads to righteousness? But thanks be to God that you you who were once slaves of sin have become obedient from the heart to the standard of teaching to which you were committed, and having been set free from sin, have become slaves of righteousness. I'm speaking in human terms because of your natural limitations. For just as you once presented your members as slaves to impurity and to lawlessness leading to more lawlessness, so now present your members as slaves to righteousness leading to sanctification. When you were slaves to sin, you were free to regard, in regard to righteousness. But what fruit were you getting at that time from the things of which you are now ashamed? The end of those things is death. But now that you have been set free from sin and have become slaves of God, the fruit you get leads to sanctification and its end, eternal life. For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. This is the word of our Lord. Please stand. The Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the 10th chapter. These twelve Jesus sent out, instructing them. Brother will deliver brother over to death, and the father his child, and children will rise against parents and have them put to death. And you will be hated by all for my namesake. But the one who endures to the end will be saved. When they persecute you in one time, in in one town, flee to the next. For truly I say to you, you will not have gone through all the towns of Israel before the Son of Man comes. A disciple is not above his teacher, nor a servant above his master. It is enough for the disciple to be like his teacher, and the servant like his master. If they have called the master of the house be visible, how much more will they malign those of his household? So have no fear of them, for nothing is covered that will not be revealed or hidden that will not be known. What I tell you in the dark, say in the light, and what you hear whispered, proclaim on the housetops. And do not fear those who kill the body, but cannot kill the soul. Rather fear him who can destroy both soul and body in hell. Are not two sparrows sold for a penny, and not one of them will fall to the ground apart from your father. But even the hairs of your head are all numbered. If you're not, therefore, you are of more value than many sparrows. 
So everyone who acknowledges me before men, I also will acknowledge before my Father who is in heaven. But whoever denies me before men, I will also deny before my Father who is in heaven. This is the Gospel of our Lord. Please be seated. We sing the next hymn, Children of the Heavenly Father, number 725. Will you all pray with me, please? Dear Lord, may the meditations of our hearts and the words of my mouth be pleasing in your sight. In the name of Jesus we pray. Amen. Grace, mercy, and peace be yours this morning from God our Father and the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. The text for this morning's meditation is the Old Testament lesson from Jeremiah chapter 20. Please have that in front of you because we'll be going through it as we go along here this morning. This last week, a quick scan of the feed in my news app on my phone revealed a pretty grim picture and a pretty grim scene of the, of the things that are going on in our nation, the things that are going on in our world, in our homes. Unrest in cities, the virus, The good news is, is that nothing in the world of politics has ever changed because they're both still blaming each other. Wildfires in Arizona and the never-ending gotcha media coverage. And I have to admit, it's kind of disheartening. It's hard to read. It's hard to look at. It's, 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 It's hard to know that all of this stuff is happening. To be honest, it's kind of disheartening to live in this country right now. It's just starting to live in the world that we live in right now. And I have found myself asking God, why? Why this and why now? I've asked him, how much longer is this going to go on? 
I've asked him, do you even know? Do you even care? Do you see what is happening to your people? And finally, I have asked him, why don't you help? Where are you, God? I look out, and I see all of you here today, and I was telling somebody this just this last week as a pastor, it is at one time an incredible responsibility and also one that weighs heavy on my heart when I look out each Sunday morning and I know what so many of you are battling personally. And number one, I thank you for sharing those things with me. Number two, know that you are being held in prayer. But I know. I know. Jeremiah is known as the weeping prophet. And when you hear the list of things that he had to endure as God's prophet, you will understand why. He was sent to a people who refused to listen. God sends him on this task, on this quest. My guess is, is that he was probably, you know, kind of feeling at least somewhat excited about it. He's got this great message, and the people don't want anything to do with it. He was given a death sentence. The king burned the scroll that God had told Jeremiah to write on, words to give to his people. He was called a liar. And what doesn't sound like any fun at all, he was left to die in a pit of mud. In our text today, Jeremiah has been beaten. He has been put in the stocks in the temple to serve as an example by the priest Pasher, who, not surprisingly, didn't like what Jeremiah had to say. And so he has him beaten and thrown into the stocks for three days. And our text is the lament that Jeremiah prays to his Lord. And listen to some of the things that he says. And maybe, I don't know, maybe as you hear these things, you might relate. Oh Lord, you have deceived me. Wow. And I was deceived. You are stronger than I and you have prevailed. I have become a laughingstock every day. Everyone mocks me. For whenever I speak, I cry out. I shout violence and destruction. For the word of the Lord has become for me a reproach and a derision all day. If I say I will not mention him or speak any more in his name, there is in my heart as if it were a burning fire, shut up in my bones, and I am weary with holding it in, and I cannot. For I hear many whispering, terrors on every side, denounce him, let us denounce him. Say all my close friends watching for my fall, perhaps he will be deceived. Then we can overcome him. This is what Jeremiah, some of the things that he is going through. Interestingly, unlike what many believe, lamenting to God is actually a very normal and an even encouraged way to speak to God. The author Jeffrey Pulse says this on this particular topic. He says it is normal, it is a normal, and even encouraged way of speaking to the Lord. 
The words here from Jeremiah 20 may appear to us as a bit edgy, but this is an accepted way to address the Lord God. In fact, lament is considered an act of faith. You do not question or get angry at a God that you do not believe in. Basically, lament is calling upon God to be faithful to his promises because you know that he must be. And so, yes, you could very easily say that Jeremiah is having a come-to-Jesus meeting with Jesus. But he does so because he believes that he is the only one who will hear him. He does so because the Lord God is where his faith is found. As I read this text, it reminded me of Peter's words to Jesus. Peter says, Lord, to whom shall we go? Who? Who else shall we go to? For you have the words of everlasting life. Pauls goes on and he says, In lament, all actions are left in the hands of the Lord. We see this in verses 11 through 12 as Jeremiah speaks of the Lord as the one who will rescue and deliver. He does not ask the Lord to let him have vengeance on on his enemies. He asks the Lord to carry out the vengeance. Notice the difference. Not to let Jeremiah have retaliation or vengeance, but that God would. That God would be the one to carry it out. This is important because the Lord will always act righteously while man invariably is going to mess this up. The solution, the resolution, is always left in the hands of the Lord. And so when you and I are going through difficult times, and as I said, as I look out, I know that many of you, of you, of you are. When we go through difficult times, who is it that we turn to? Who do we cry out to? As Christians, we only have one to cry out to. Our triune God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. We cry out to our loving God, the maker of heaven and earth, the one who has the ultimate authority. Remember from our text, I believe it was last week, Jesus said what? All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. In the Lord's Prayer that we will pray as a congregational family in just a moment, we pray our Father. Because as the the catechism says, God tenderly invites us to believe that He is our true Father and that we are His true children. So that with all boldness and confidence, we may ask Him as dear children, ask their dear Father. And it is this that gives Jeremiah the confidence to pray what he prayed at the end. Look again at verse 13. After all of this, Jeremiah prays. Sing to the Lord. Praise the Lord, for he has delivered the life of the needy from the hands of evil doers. The only way that he has confidence to pray that prayer is because of the one, capital O, who he has faith in. Otherwise, he really would be left all, all alone, with no help, with no way, with no foreseeable future, no hope. 
The key to lament when you and I cry out to God for things like justice or understanding or questions of why or questions of do you know, God, what is happening, questions of when are you going to help. The key to lament is the one that you are lamenting to. And the one we lament to is the Holy One, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, who has the authority over all of creation, who promised you, His Son promises you, for I am with you always. Until when? Until the very end of the age. And who, according to Hebrews, knows your plight, knows your difficulty, in fact, has borne your cross, the cross that you bear today, or the crosses that they were born in the past, or the crosses that you will bear in the future, has already borne those upon himself. Listen to another pastor on this topic as well. He, he writes, and yet the Lord knows the weight of the crosses he can give us. He knows. And it is love that places those, those crosses on our backs. His ability to use poor, frail, emotionally compromised people remains a show of his ultimate power and strength. Most of all, it embodies his love. My, one of my goals for our church is a very small goal. Do you see the bulletins that you all have there? Take those home. Take them home. Use them as devotional material. Uh, Pete or Grace, can I borrow your quick? If you go to the intro it, and heck, you may even want to cut this out and put it on your fridge. It speaks so perfectly to what we're talking about today, what is going on in the nation that we live in today, the world that we live in today. When I am afraid, I put my trust in you, in God whose word I praise, in God I trust, I shall not be afraid. What can flesh do to me? In God whose word I praise, in the Lord whose word I praise, in God I trust, I shall not be afraid. What can man do to me? For you have delivered my soul from death, yes, my feet from falling, that I may walk before God in the light of life. The hymn of the day, children of the heavenly Father, I didn't just randomly pick that. Everything that we do here has a purpose. Every song and hymn that we sing has a purpose. Children of the heavenly Father, safely in his bosom gather, nestling bird nor star in heaven, such a refuge air was given. And you can read... The rest of it, thank you. My encouragement to you, one of them, take your bulletins home. I don't want to see them in the recycle bin. What for? They're not for me. I've got the copy. Take them home. Read them. Use them as your devotional time with yourselves, with your families, especially this one in the time of this nation that we are going through in the world that we live in, in your personal lives. Take them home. Read them. We probably have extras. Take them home. The Lord knows what is going on in this nation. The Lord knows what is going on in your life today. And so may we continue to turn in all situations, good or bad, situations that are 
in the middle somewhere. May we always turn to the maker of heaven and earth in every time and in every season. May we turn to the one who suffered on the cross and by whose blood we are already rescued eternally. Again, remember that when you are lamenting to God that it is a confession of your faith. Because as Pastor Pulse rightly, rightly said, you don't turn to a God or lament to a God or complain to a God that you don't believe in. May we always turn to the one who has this promise for his people. Behold, I am with you always. Always. In every time. In every season. To the very end of the age. In the name of our triune God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Please stand. We now confess together the words of our Christian faith. We do so using the Apostles' Creed. It is found printed in the back cover of your hymnal. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth. this time, we will use this opportunity to remind everybody here and those listening either at home or wherever they happen to be of the ways that you are able to continue to give your offering and your tithe. Uh, First of all, if you are here, if you have not yet done so, there is an offering basket in the back. Uh, You may drop that off as you leave here today. You may also go to the website that is trinity1874.com. Find the donate button that's in the upper right corner uh, and just follow the directions there. Uh, you may also mail your tithe in to the church and school, I'm sorry, to the church office, uh, or you may drop your offering off, our offering off in the offering basket uh, that is in the uh, north breezeway that is right by the, uh, that is just right outside of the office. Please stand as we sing the offertory.
Let us pray for the whole Church of God in Christ Jesus and for all people according to their needs. Father, we give you thanks for this day and giving us this time to be here and worship you. As the beautiful sunrise this morning signals a new day in our lives, your refreshing word gives us the strength to live a life filled with joy and hope. Remind us this week that you are with us at all times and in all circumstances. We are never alone. We have no need to be afraid. There is no father greater than you. As your chosen children, we give you thanks. Lord, in your mercy, we pray for the sick, those who struggle with emotional or spiritual issues, those who are hospitalized, those who will be undergoing surgery, those on the road to recovery, those who find themselves confined to their homes for whatever reason. We lift up all of those on our health list this morning, Melba, Landreth, Carol, Ethel, Joan, Steve, Becky, Bob Curtit, Bob Dodson, Bob Yelinek, Gary Degan, Emma Conklin, Wayne, Rose Marie, John Alexander, John Eden, Debbie, Mary, Lisa, Catherine, Joe, Judy, Louise, Dana, Little Sutton Grace, Florine, Sherry, Fawn, Hunter, Marilyn, Sandra Zierley, Police Officer Mark Preby, and A.J. Zierley. Father, we lift up these people to you, and also those that we now name in our hearts. Heavenly Father, you are the great healer and sustainer of life. Be with those who are currently dealing with these conditions or issues, and if it be your will, heal them completely. Use the trials and challenges they face to grow closer to you. Give them a sense of your presence during these difficult times as they reach out to you for comfort. Lord, in your mercy, we pray for all the brave men and women who serve in the military. We think of all first responders, police, fire, and emergency personnel as they answer the call for help. Father, we pray that you will watch over them, protect them against all harm. Continue to be with police officer Mark Preby as he recovers from the injuries he sustained recently while on duty. Watch over his family who needs support and encouragement. Is it at these times, Father, that we remember to give you thanks for those who serve to protect us? Strengthen and encourage them all so they can remain strong and courageous. Lord, in your mercy. We pray for our leaders who hold positions of service nationally, in our state, and in our local communities. Father, these people have accepted the responsibility of leadership as part of their commitment to serve. Send your Holy Spirit to give them true wisdom, to govern in a way that glorifies your name. Help them make decisions during these days that are for the good of all your people. Keep them mindful of those who cannot speak for themselves, especially the unborn. Lord, in your mercy, we offer up a prayer of thanksgiving for the birth of a new son, to Dana and Brandon Wormington. Keep both mom and baby healthy and safe. Be with this new family as they take on the task of welcoming this new son and brother. We look forward to welcoming him into our church family as the baptismal font soon. Lord, in your mercy. Lord God, Heavenly Father, you instituted holy matrimony, blessed and honored it with the presence of your son at the marriage feast at Cana in Galilee, and even now, continue to protect and preserve it. We thank you for the fatherly love and grace which you have bestowed upon Don and Carol Clyde Baker, who are celebrating 
49 years of marriage, as well as Marcus and Sandra Shane, who will be celebrating 26 years of marriage. Continue to be with them, Lord, until the end of their days, even as you have guided them in the past. Be their health, strength, and refuge, and life as they serve as an example to all who honor your blessing of marriage. Lord, in your mercy. Father, we honor you by many names, and today we pray to you as the Lord and giver of life. We pray for all those who mourn the loss of a loved one. We lift up the family of Janice Meyer who, as they mourn the loss of this very special lady. Lord, we give you thanks for keeping your promise of receiving into your heavenly kingdom all who believe in salvation through faith. Gracious Father, is it at these times that we ask you to give those who grieve an extra measure of your grace and love? Be with all who mourn and comfort them with the assurance that all believers will one day be with you and all the saints as we spend eternity in heaven where there is no more pain, loneliness, or despair. Lord, in your mercy. Today we praise you as the God of all creation. Summer is here with all the splendor that it brings. We wonder where the first half of the year has gone. It's certainly been a most unusual and concerning time for so many of us. And yet, we are reminded that everything you set in motion during creation remains in motion to this very day. The seasons come and the seasons go. With each passing season, there is a change, but we're still thankful that one thing never changes, your promise, that you are with us always, and for that today, we want to give you thanks. Lord, in your mercy. And finally, Lord, I offer up a special prayer for this congregation of yours. As you continue to bless us, Keep us focused on what's most important in our lives. Help each of us find the time to be in your word, spend time in daily prayer, strengthen our hearts for mission, and finally, nurture the love we have for you and one another. Lord, in your mercy. Into your hands, O Lord, we commend all for whom we pray, trusting in your mercy through your Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks unto the Lord, our God. It is truly good, right, and salutary that we should at all times and in all places give thanks to you, Holy Lord, Almighty Father, everlasting God, through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who, having created all things, took on human flesh, and was born of the Virgin Mary. For our sake he died on the cross and rose from the dead to put an end to death, thus fulfilling your will and gaining for you a holy people. Therefore, with angels and archangels and with all the company of heaven, we laud and magnify your glorious name, evermore praising you and singing. Let us pray the Lord's Prayer together. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, 
and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. The Lord's Supper is God's gift for Christians who are properly taught. In communing, we want people to receive Christ's body and blood for their good. This means that as you come to the Lord's table, that you affirm that Jesus is your Savior and Lord. And with Lutheran Christians, you confess. I recognize and confess that I am a sinner. I repent of my sin and ask God's forgiveness. I believe that Jesus Christ is my only Lord and Savior from sin, Satan, and death. I believe that the risen Christ is really present in the sacrament. And under the form of the bread and wine, I receive his true body and blood for the forgiveness of my sin and the strengthening of my faith in life. Our Lord Jesus Christ, on the night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat. This is my body which is given for you. This do in remembrance of me. In the same way also we took the cup after supper, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them and said, Drink of it, all of you. This cup is the New Testament in my blood, shed for you for the forgiveness of sins. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. The peace of the Lord be with you always.
first distribution hymn is Just As I Am Without One Plea, hymn 570, hymn 
Please stand. And now may this, our Savior's body and blood, strengthen and preserve you in the one true faith until life that is everlasting. Depart in his peace and joy. Amen. the post-communion collect together. We give thanks to you, Almighty God, that you have refreshed us to this salutary gift, and we implore you that of your mercy you would strengthen us to the same in faith towards you and in fervent love toward one another. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord look upon you with his favor and give you his peace. We sing our closing hymn, Lift High the Cross, number 837, verses 4 through 6.
Please be seated. And just a few announcements before we close with worship today. First of all, church council meeting is set for this coming Thursday, June 25th at 9.30 a.m. in the church sanctuary here. Uh, the voters meeting will be next Sunday, June 28th after church in the sanctuary. I'm sorry, will be the following Sunday. Um, oh, wait. Is that this Sunday? Yeah, it, it, it is this Sunday. Okay, so it is this coming Sunday, June 28th after church here in the sanctuary. Uh, the VBS, our vacation Bible school and... Our church picnic have been canceled uh, because of the season that we are in. The new member class will start in July with Pastor Jake, myself, anyone who is interested in becoming a member in our church or learning about the Lutheran faith, please contact me at the church office or by my email, and you can find that in the bulletin. That's water and the word, all one word, at outlook.com. Graduation Recognition Sunday will be next Sunday on June 28th. This includes the 8th grade, high school, and college graduates in 2020. For the graduates who want to be recognized, please see the parish caller on what information the church office needs. Provide that information, please, to the church office by June 25th. There will be a Trinity Lutheran School Parent Forum to, to discuss school during the COVID-19 pandemic. The forum will take place on July 2nd at 6 p.m. in the Fellowship Hall. You can attend in person or online using the Zoom link via FastDirect. Please submit any questions to Amanda Menning's email address. Confirmation Reunion Sunday will be on July 12th. The confirmation roll call can be found in the narthex. And then finally, our, uh, our administrative assistant, Jennifer, is going to be taking off work this coming Friday, June the 26th. What that basically means is if you call the church office and she's not there, I don't know. <laughs> I probably will not know. Uh, that's all of the announcements that I have for th this morning. Please take your bulletins home with you, and I pray that each of you would have a very, very blessed week. Radio broadcast today was sponsored by Curtis and Ralph Schallert in memory of their father, Lester Schallert, and dedicated to the glory of God. It has been our pleasure to bring you this worship service from Trinity Lutheran Church in Christat, Missouri. We pray that you have benefited spiritually from this service and invite you to worship with us next Sunday morning at 10 a.m. If you're not able to be with us in person, we invite you to listen by means of this broadcast on FrySnatRadio.com. We commend you to the loving care of our gracious Heavenly Father. May His love surround you and His mercy be evident to you in all things. Your announcer has been Scott George.